Welcome to the Well Fuel Podcast, your spot for everything gut health, detox, hormones, a healthy home, mold, and everything in between. I'm your host, Isabel Smith. I'm an integrative and functional registered dietitian and the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Well Fuel Podcast. This is Isabel, and I'm your host, and it's just me here today. So I wanted to record a quick chat because I've been getting some questions on Instagram about the potential negative effects of cold plunging on hormones, women's hormones in particular. So if you guys could see my face when I'm answering these questions, I have the biggest frown lines and I'm going to be sending these practitioners my Botox bills in 20 years. Just kidding. I would never do Botox, but unless I had to for some medical reason, um, that's a whole other sidebar conversation. However, um, all right. So the question was, um, this person heard on TikTok and Instagram that cold plunging was lumped in with hit exercise, intermittent fasting, and a bunch of other things. So I'm going to also record a quickie on intermittent fasting after I do this because that's also a hot topic. But I genuinely do not put those three things in the same category. So when we think mechanistically about what's happening in our bodies, when we are fasting, when we are doing HIIT exercise, and when we're doing cold plunging, it's very confusing for the consumer. I get that. So this is why it's important to follow experts that actually know what they're talking about. Okay. So that's the first thing. But when we zoom out, when I zoom out and think about the mechanisms behind the scenes, What's actually happening in somebody's body when we do these things? In HIT exercise, we are, you know, putting a lot of exerted stress on the body. The whole body's working. The blood is pumping. The heart is beating. We're increasing cortisol levels, right? We are we are exerting a fair amount of stress. And now that is not a bad thing at all. It's a great thing as long as you're not in severe adrenal fatigue, crazy hormonal imbalance, and particularly not doing it on an empty stomach. Okay. Doing it with food in your belly at a time of day that it doesn't negatively affect you may in fact be completely fine. Generally, what I see though is women getting up, fasted, not eating enough in general, and then doing hit exercise. That's not good. As I say to clients all the time, we want to think about what the cells in your body are experiencing. Remember, they don't have eyes to the outside world. So what they're doing is sitting inside blindfolded, right? just experiencing whatever's going on that they can experience. So for example, you know, they feel the stress of the exercise. They feel the stress of not eating. So, okay, we are going to respond to that. There must be stress, right? And so thereby, you know, things must not be safe. We must not be in a safe environment. Okay. So when we think about that, that's how I I tell my clients always to think about how their body internally might be experiencing the external world. Can't see, can't hear. All it can do is experience what it feels like to be in there. Running, jumping, no food, stress, stress, stress. Again, for somebody's body who has balanced hormones and is generally feeling good, it's a good thing. Helpful. It's good. It's awesome. But we're talking about the person who it's not right for at the moment. Okay. So then we move to intermittent fasting. We shrink, we take a 24 hour day with a lot of stress and a lot of things and maybe exercise and kids and busyness and whatever. And we take the food out of the majority of the day. Again, what do those, you know, 
cells inside of our body experiencing. They can't see, they can't hear. All they can do is feel. Okay, so what happens when somebody fasts? Again, regular healthy hormones, it can be a good thing. It can be good for the gut microbes. It can be good for potentially in some cases, you know, inflammation and insulin and all that. Again, though, not for the woman with the hormones that are screwed up. Okay. Um, It is all completely contextual to the person and to the scenario. Okay. So, so keep that in mind, right? So now we're going to move on to this cold plunging conversation. All right. So what is physiologically happening in the body when we are in cool temperature? We are activating the vagus nerve. We are increasing dopamine release. We are actually helping the rest and digest the parasympathetic nervous system to engage. As long as you are not freaking the F out in water that is colder than it needs to be. So if you are a newbie and you're somebody with, you know, all sorts of intolerances and there's inflammation and stress in your body, you're probably going to be quite intolerant to those super cold temperatures. Don't push yourself. We want to gently get to a colder place. I've been doing this for three months and I am just consistently getting to about 55 degrees. And I can tell you that's as cold as I'm going to go. I'm not going to go any colder than that. I don't feel the need to go into the forties. I don't feel the need to go into the thirties. I just don't feel the need. It's cold enough. And if at some point this becomes easy, I'll drop it down then. But our bodies have an amazing way of adapting. And if you can be in a space and get out of the hyperventilation Because you breathe for 20 seconds and your body calms down and you're not in some stupid cold environment, but you're challenging your body in a comfortable way for you. I cannot tell you the amount of benefits that I have seen. I have seen clients experience and I have seen so many of our followers who have started to do this experience. I'm super clear with my recommendations, which are go slowly, start at 75 degrees if you need to or want to, inch down, see how you feel, right? We don't need to be stupid about things. We don't need to be cavalier about things. And when we are thoughtful about the way that our body is going to experience it, things generally are better for us. So is it bad for women's hormones? Yeah, probably bad if you're going to sit in 30 degrees and your body's going to freak out. Although things do kind of tend to calm down after 20 or 30 seconds. But I can't actually understand why somebody would lump this in a category with hit exercise and intermittent fasting. I literally can't understand because there are different mechanisms that are activated from doing this kind of stuff. So when we think about what's actually going on in somebody's body, please reach out to an expert who really knows what they're talking about. Please have them explain to you their rationale, right? Please have them help you understand where they're coming from. That is the key here, right? Is to think about the big picture, the mechanisms in the body, how things are flowing and how things are working. And when we look at these three things, two of them are alike and one of them is not. So as always, do what works for your body. Start slow. Listen to yourself. You know, do what works and feels right. Generally, I do not lump this in the category with things that are harmful for women's hormones. In fact, I have found that my sleep is better. My nervous system feels quieter. My inflammation is down. You know, don't forget athletes have been using this for years and years to combat inflammation. We use cold to combat combat inflammation, to calm inflammatory processes down in the body. I view it as a huge positive and I recommend it to most of my clients. So take that for what it's worth. Please always reach out if you have questions. I love when you guys ask me these kinds of questions. I will always drop in here and leave a note so that you guys can find it and follow it and all of that. Have a great day and I'll see you next time here. 
As always, thanks so much for listening to the Wellfuel podcast. We're so happy to have you. To make sure you don't miss a beat, please subscribe either on Apple or Spotify because we have episodes dropping once or more a week with tons of great content. If you want to make sure that you're up to date on everything we're doing in the business with our clients and new offers and all the things, make sure that you check us out at Isabel Smith Nutrition on Instagram and IsabelSmithNutrition.com. See you guys soon.